Hey, it's Dave. So Tesla just released their Q3 2022 earnings report. The stock is down about three to 4% in aftermarket hours trading. In this video, I want to dive into the good and the not so good and give my analysis on how Tesla performed this past quarter. All right, let's look at some key numbers that Tesla reported in this earnings report. So first off, automotive revenues came in at $18.7 billion. That was about $200 million less than I expected, but pretty much in line. Regulatory credits was $286 million. Gross profit was $5.2 billion. This was about $400 million or so less than I expected. And automotive gross margin was 27.9%. All right, let's take a quick pause and ask, why was gross margin lower than I expected? So Tesla gave a few reasons in their shareholder letter. First off, they had higher raw material commodity logistics warranty and expedite costs. Second off, they had a negative foreign exchange FX impact of about $250 million. Now this amount is actually very significant. It's about a 1.3 or 4%, I think, impact on gross margins. So if they didn't have this foreign exchange impact, Tesla's gross margins would be much closer to what I expected. Then there is this cost of production ramp at Gigafactory Texas, Berlin, and the ramp of 4680 cells. So there's some inefficiency and some extra costs that these ramps are incurring. All right, let's go back to the numbers here. So we have total revenues of $21.4 billion, pretty much in line with my $21.2 billion estimate. And then you had um, gross gross profit of 5.4 billion and then gap gross margin at 25.1%. Now moving on to operating expenses, Tesla reported about 1.7 billion in operating expenses. This was actually much lower than I expected. I expected about 2 billion. Tesla didn't have any restructuring costs and yeah, their operating expenses are super lean and efficient right now. Operating income is uh, 3.7 billion, right in line. Operating margin is 17.2%, right in line with my 17.5% estimate. And then you got gap net income at 3.3 billion, um, non-gap net income at 3.65 billion. And then you have EPS earnings per share at 95% gap and $1.05 non-gap. My favorite figure to look at is this operating income or operating profit figure. Tesla almost reported $3.7 billion. I believe that's a record. And it's really starting to show Tesla's operating leverage. Adjusted EBITDA comes in at about $5 billion. Net cash provided uh, by operating expenses is $5.1 billion. They invested $1.8 billion in CapEx. And their operating cash flow less CapEx is $3.3 billion. And they added close to about $3 billion in the bank. And they come in with $21.1 billion of cash on their balance sheet. All right, let's dive into some highlights that Tesla shared in their shareholder letter. So Shanghai, the production rate surpassed their previous records and Shanghai remains their main export hub. And in Berlin, they produce over 2,000 Model Y vehicles in a single week using 2170 cells. Here's a chart that shows the cumulative miles driven with FSD beta in millions. So we are looking at pretty much about 60 million miles driven so far. And this chart is exciting because I think we're gonna see this slope actually steepen as more and more people test out the feature and get more comfortable with it. We have energy storage deployment in megawatt hours increasing. So Tesla had over two gigawatt hours of storage deployments, that's a record. And in terms of forward guidance, Tesla continues to give a similar outlook that they have in the past. Pretty much they expect to achieve 50% annual growth in vehicle deliveries from a multi-year horizon. And they're looking to reduce the cost of manufacturing operations over time as we expect our hardware-related profits to be accompanied with an acceleration of software-related profits, in other words, FSD. Here we got some pictures from Tesla. We have the Fremont factory, the Gigafactory exterior. We've got Model Y General Assembly in Berlin. We got the Gigafactory Shanghai exterior. We got the body line in Texas. 
We've got the exterior in Texas, and then we've got some key quarterly metrics shown by Tesla. Here's the vehicle deliveries per quarter, followed by operating cash flow, free cash flow, and then you got net income in blue and adjusted EBITDA in red. Here's an interesting chart on the right for operating margin. Here it shows Tesla going from pretty much zero operating margin back in 2019 or so. Um, in 2020, they reached over 5%, and now Tesla has reached over 15% in operating margin. This is compared to the rest of the auto industry, which is pretty much at 5 to 10% operating margin. And then you have the S&P 500 at around 15%. Tesla also shared this chart about how they're planning to smooth out deliveries throughout the quarter. They showed this blue line on the left of quarterly delivery numbers by week. And then on the right, you have the vehicles in transit. So you got these big spikes. However, if they even it out, then it's pretty much going to follow this red line ideal state, which will make logistics a lot more smoother. Here we look at Tesla's operating statement. Um, a few notes of interest is energy generation storage is at $1.1 billion in terms of revenue, and the cost is $1 billion. So you've got about, let's say, a 10% right, gross margin there. And then you got services and others at $1.64 billion, and the cost of that revenue is about $1.58 billion. So Tesla is making money um, with service as well. And then from operating profit of $3.69 billion, you had interest income of about $86 million. You had interest expense of about $53 million, and then other expenses at about $85 million. Provision for income taxes was about $305 million. All right, so what's going on here? So overall, I think Tesla executed well in Q3. There weren't any really big surprises. On the positives, Tesla showed very lean operating expenses. They showed very high EBITDA and cash flow, and they generated a lot of cash, even $3.3 billion in operating cash. This is after spending about $1.8 billion in CapEx. So we see Tesla's business model in Q3 as very strong, and it's setting up, I think, a very good Q4. On the flip side, however, we did have a slight lower than expected gross margin number. I think a good portion of that can be reasoned by right, this negative foreign exchange impact of $250 million. I tweeted that's about a 1.4% hit to gross margins. It also seems that Tesla is being impacted somewhat by inflation or higher raw material and logistics costs. And then you've got Shanghai as it ramps. It actually reduces the average sales price per vehicle, which is totally fine and expected, especially as Tesla ramps right, their production and deliveries. Overall, I think it was a pretty good earnings by Tesla. Tesla operating margins at over 70% is an industry leading best figure. And I think Tesla has a lot of room to improve that number, especially with software related sales like FSD. A lot of Tesla's financials for the next few years is going to be largely dependent on how well they ramp their Austin and Berlin factories, what kind of cost efficiencies, manufacturing efficiencies they're able to achieve. And probably the most important is FSD. If Tesla is able really to solve FSD in the coming future, and if they're able to really accrue a lot of that value through either selling right, the FSD option or by having monthly subscriptions, you're likely going to be able to see Tesla improve their operating margins even further. All right, hope this has been helpful. If it has, go ahead and like and subscribe. All my videos can be found as an audio podcast as well. Just search for Dave Lee on investing in your favorite podcast player. I'll do another video later today. I'm highlighting the conference call that's going to happen just in a few minutes and I'll share my thoughts then.